Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of a Techno Wizard. Uh, and today is June 27th, I believe. <laughs> 12.55 p.m. Monday, 2022. And I think today I want to have about 30 minutes or so for my next meeting. Um, working at home today because I'm going to be at the office tomorrow and Wednesday. And uh, probably just doing personal updates today. What's going on in my life um, thus far? Because I think the last couple episodes, it was just talking about these ideas, um, AI and sentience and reality and all that good stuff. Very fun, but you know, I like to do a little little personal podcast on my. What uh, I call this a journal, right? <laughs> it's supposed to be a journal, not just ideas, but also life. So, what has been going on in my life? Um, Thanks for asking. It's been <laughs> it's been pretty pretty crazy. Um, so on the car front, had a whole bunch of problems happen with that. So I think I mentioned before my alternator went out. I'm not. Did I mention that? I'm not sure. Um, I don't think I did. I was writing it. Yes, because I was I was creating a my next newsletter. Um, finally. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for my car, um, and sorry if I did record, I remember talking about it, but maybe I was just writing it. I don't know. So sorry if I wrote, if I talked about this before already. But that wasn't the only problem. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, about a week or so ago, um, the battery light and the um, what was it the brake light? Yeah, the brake light and the battery light was coming on at the same time. Now, I had no idea what that means, because <laughs> the cars have notoriously bad UI, um, terrible interface, doesn't really explain to you what the hell different things are, so I had to look it up. I was looking up, okay, what does it mean the battery light comes on? I was like, okay, it means this, that, and the other. So I checked these things, I, I didn't see anything wrong with my battery, um, didn't see any, um, like, usually because they, they say, look, check for, like, uh, we call like corrosion or something on the battery, if you, if you, you might have to clean it off, or this, that, and the other. None of that. None of those were the issues. Um, same thing for my brakes. Like my brakes are pretty much brand new. Um, I didn't see any issues there. My brake fluid is good. So I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, so it wasn't. So the whole day I was driving like that. And I was. I was like a little nervous because I was like, okay, this seems like major issues. Like if you're, if either my battery or my brakes go out, that's not good, right? So, uh, <laughs> but nothing I found was able to you know tell me what the hell was going on there um it wasn't until the next morning where i, where I looked it up again i was like maybe i missed something and it just so happened that google the one of the few times it's it, it's you know we're really working well here <laughs> where they were autocomplete said what if you're uh what does it mean when you're and it autocompleted break and break and uh battery light goes on at the same time I was like, oh, duh, this is a completely different issue. So it turns out when your brake and battery light is going on at the same time, it's an alternator problem. So, and as it makes it worse, it, it is telling you that there's an imminent alternate, alternator failure. So I'm just like, oh, oh imminent? <laughs> that means it's going to go out. And every, everywhere I looked up, apparently this is common with Nissans too, which is unfortunate. But um, everywhere I looked up, they said, oh, you have maybe... You know, a couple minutes to two hours or so, a couple hours or so, and I was like, 
well, I was driving this thing all day yesterday. Like, how how is that? <laughs> is this really accurate? This doesn't seem that very accurate. Um, so I, I called around trying to see if I can get a mechanic to come look at it today because I didn't have I had to go to work the next day. You know, I didn't have time to go and you know wait because um, for for reservations or you know a lot of these mechanics stay busy. But I tried to call around; they were all busy. Um, they was like, "Oh, come back." Or, come next week or come in a few days i'm just like okay i don't have that <laughs> that time because um even if i don't go in the office like there's a bunch of other stuff that was going on i think it was like a friday or something and i had a bunch of stuff over the weekend which i'll talk about shortly but yeah i was i was very concerned um so luckily i had a uh um the card for a mobile mechanic um actually two so one both of them actually helped my sister at one point um, with her car. So I called them both. One wasn't available, but the other one was. Um, but they both mentioned that I should probably get a new alternator. Because it's most likely going to go out. And so I went and got a new alternator from the local AutoZone. On the way back <laughs> from the AutoZone, right after I got that alternator, almost a, a, like a minute or so after I left the parking lot, my car stopped or at least like the power it was just a weird feeling like i was just driving as normal and then suddenly it's just just powered down it's just like just there wasn't quite a sound but that's what it felt like like a like a powering down like a <laughs> i don't know if i'm explaining that right but it just it just stopped moving very quickly like it was still able to move extremely slowly but that was it so i was like oh and i'm literally on the road so I just pulled over into the side of the road, practically still on it, but like on the grass too. Um, and I was like, oh shit, is this it? I guess this was this is what happens when your alternator fails. Um, so I called my mobile mechanic, but they were like an hour away still. And they didn't, they didn't realize that I was, uh, I guess, dumb enough to drive with, with an alternator problem. <laughs> they thought I was gonna take another car, but I was like, I don't have another car. Um, they didn't say I was dumb or anything like that. I just, <laughs> I just implied. Um, but you're living to learn. Um, but nonetheless, luckily I wasn't too far from a a parking lot, a church parking lot. I couldn't really go back because I would have to turn around, and I didn't. I wasn't positive about being able to do that. But I put on my blinkers and was going to. Um, Essentially, I thought I would have to push it, you know, put it in a neutral or see if I get a little bit uh, charge in order to go to the into that church parking lot. But luckily, it turned it turned it turned on again after I, I sat there for a good 10, 20 minutes or so, turned it back on and I was able to drive into the parking lot. I cut off again as soon as I got there, but <laughs> I was able to get there. So I was super, super fortunate and I was able to find some shade and wait for my mobile mechanic. Um, I had a meeting that day though, and so I had to, ended up having to move that back. But luckily my team was uh, able to do that for me. So yeah, um, the mobile mechanic came, uh, replaced my alternator, it took about an hour or so, um, or just under an hour. And it was a lot, like you had to take off the wheel, go on the side, you know, take off some the radiator or stuff in the front. You know, move in there, or the radiator fan, um, this, that, and the other. And he actually pointed out to me a few other problems that I had, because I, I mentioned before that my AC did not work, 
And the mechanics I went to before said that I would have to replace the entire um, AC compressor system, which would cost like almost a thousand dollars. I was like, <laughs> I guess I am dropping with no AC. But um, no, I was uh, he he pointed out that I had number one a leak somewhere in there, um, and I would have to replace the uh, the O-rings, and that that might fix it, so that the Freon can actually go through the system. Um, and number two, the compressor was actually unplugged. It was unplugged. <laughs> so we thought that was the issue. Um, we thought. Um, so ended up not being the issue because it worked at first. Um, after he put more Freon in there and plugged it up. But went out again. A um, couple, couple, not even hours later, like a, barely an hour later. It got it got warm again it got hot like it wasn't blowing out cold air anymore so i really might have a condenser problem but now i'm like i'm like nervous to go back to that mechanic that said they will fix it because for some reason they didn't tell me the thing was unplugged or or that they unplugged it like i, I have no idea if they unplugged it or what like they didn't give me any information so i'm just like that's that that's not really great you know customer service and i don't really like that kind of because i'm really super nervous about going to mechanics because i told you i had a really bad experience with the last one for my sister when he said he looked at the brakes and did this full inspection all this other stuff turned out the brake was messed up the axle was messed up and n nobody pointed this out so that's how i got in an accident in the first place so i'm very <laughs> cautious about going to mechanics who do not communicate because that is that is not good you know if something goes wrong then what right um, but this moment mechanic, it was very communicative, you know, showed out, pointing out all these things I should look at. Um, same thing for when I got my old change and I went to Jiffy Lube. They were super communicative to me. They showed me actually, you know, what they were using, what they plugged into their system. Because they used some sort of computer system to plug it in to some sort of database where they can see, okay, you know, uh, you have this amount of miles on it. So you might want to change this soon. You might want to change that soon they showed me my filters and said okay um do you want to change your filters out this is what it looks like it, look, it was terrible i saw them take it out it was dirty as hell so i had to put more in um and I, I understand that's part of their business but they were still very communicative whereas the other mechanics who theoretically you know if they showed me problems you know <laughs> i could you know decide whether or not to pay for that for that service but they never communicated any of this stuff they looked at they had my car for hours right and they didn't point out this stuff when I, well, versus while i was with jiffy lube and with the mobile mechanic they only had my car for like an hour if that and they pointed out to me plenty of things um <laughs> you know to look at so i really like that sort of communication so if any problem i have i'll probably you know try to find a mechanic or go back to jiffy lube or something like that that is more communicative but anyways that was my alternator problem um and then it didn't stop there so when, when the dude changed out my alternator he pointed out that i had uh, a leak in my radiator which i um or that i was missing coolant in my radiator which was weird to me because i just put more in um previously because the uh the um folks who changed my oil pointed out that my oil my oil i don't know um pointed out that the the uh you know the coolant was low so 
this was weird because I, I didn't think, I'm like, how often are you supposed to replace your coolant? You know, um, it's apparently not often at all. It's, it's supposed to stay there for, for quite a while um, while it you know, goes through the system. And uh, it wasn't until um, a couple of days later where it started overheating. Um, actually, started overheating while my mom was driving it. She had to go somewhere earlier that morning. Um, so she was able to stop at my grandparents' house and have my uncle, you know, put more coolant in there. Um, that same day, I was going off to, you know, um, was doing another event, which I'll talk about shortly. And it started overheating on me. Like, you know, a little indicator, indicating your engine, um, heat levels or whatever was going all the way up. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> This is terrifying. So I pulled over to the side of the road or to the, um, luckily I was by a gas station where we were pull, pull into there. And I was like, oh, what to do, what to do? <laughs> um, had to wait till it cools down to see the coolant level. And not only was the reservoir low, or actually the reservoir was, was, was normal, right? It, it was still at almost full capacity. But the, the, um, the coolant that you put in like the radiator itself, I think they call it the, um, um, why are you pulling off like that? Like, what in the world? <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, this, the, the radiator cap, whatever you call that, you know, that part with, you put directly into the coolant, uh, directly into the radiator, that part was empty. Um, so you can only move that after the vehicle cools down a little bit. So I did that. And that was dry. So I'm just like, huh, why is it that I have this reservoir that's pretty much almost full? And, you know, this coolant thing. Well, this radiator that's empty. Like, what the hell's going on here? Um, but I put more in there, filled it up, and um, or almost filled it up. Apparently, the freaking radiators can take like three gallons or something like that. So <laughs> I only had like a gallon, if that. So it didn't quite fill it up. But um, that was able. To, that was enough to cool it down for me to get to where I need to go. And. Um, I was still nervous because I, I noticed that it was still spilling. Like there was, if you look under the car, there was a little bit of green stuff, you know, coming out. So I was like, oh, this is not good. There's a leak in there somewhere. Um, and, and when you open up the, the, the um, hood, you see some green stuff around, like on the, on the right side. Um, there's a spot where it was like some radiator stuff pooling or something like that. So I called my other mobile mechanic and he was able to get there. Um, in about 20-30 minutes and he pointed out that my the the pipe or the little um, tube that connects the reservoir to the coolant cap area to the actual radiator was glued on and it was it was off like it it was previously glued on and now it was pretty much fall pretty much falling off like the glue was not working anymore and I was like, he was pointing out, this is why, you know, the reservoir isn't going into the thing. And it's probably actually spilling out, probably shooting out when you're driving, which is why you're moving, losing coolant so fast. Um, and unfortunately, there's no real way to fix this because you basically have to replace the entire radiator. But you can use um, more glue, <laughs> put more glue on there. Uh, he showed me the specific type to get that would be a good, you know, stop gap until you can afford to, to get a new radiator. So... I was able to do that myself, um, glue that together with uh, some uh, 
I forgot what it's called, but type of high 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 heat paste. It was pretty, you know, cheap, like ten dollars or something like that. And um was able to do that. And then <laughs> even though I fixed that, it was still leaking out. So the next day I noticed that my reservoir was low and the um the uh coolant again in the radiator was dry. So I ended up um having to get some stop stop leak solution and I put that in yesterday and I haven't noticed any more leaking so hopefully that is good it's good hopefully that should, that should you know be good for me until I can afford to get a new radiator uh, which might be anywhere between 100 200 maybe even 300 dollars or more the alternator already cost me like 400 dollars 200 for the radiator and about 200 for the service to fix it or to put it in there so that was really <laughs> unfortunate. Pretty much tapped me out. Um, the little bit of savings I was able to get. But man, this is what I'm talking about, man. Just buying a used car is really, really um, unfortunate. Um, and I do have to, I'm, I will have to talk to the person who sold it to me, my friend there. Because I'm not sure if he realized that these <laughs> there were problems like with the, the glue on the radiator thing and stuff like that. Um, Because he did show me when I got the car, it did have all of its fluids and things like that. But um, I guess there was no easy way to tell that it was leaking um, at that point, especially since it hasn't really been used much. Um, And I've been putting some miles on it, I ain't gonna lie. Like, that could also be contributing to this. Um, I got it at about 100 and what, 91,000? 100, barely 190? No, it was 189,000 roughly. Right, and just creeped over 190,000 um, as I was as I brought it back down here. Um, but ever since then, that's been what a month, almost two months ago, maybe. And I put a, it's it's at like 194,000 or so. So I put on a couple thousand miles, it's like three, four thousand miles just in the last two months or so, um, which is a lot because I think the average, apparently, the average mileage in Georgia is just over 10,000 miles or so. So, <laughs> by that, um, you know, amount, I'm probably going to put in a lot more than that by uh, after a year. So, whew, it's, it's, it's been stressful, you know, figuring out all this stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's that there. <laughs> In addition to all of that, um, goodness it took most of my time just to describe the call car problems but that his that has been a lot of my issues so far a lot of the things i've been going through is figuring out all these car issues um but in addition to that my partner had an event um she went to uh this uh what do you call it southern fried pride festival or whatever they call it um went to that yesterday or this weekend was it yeah it was yesterday sunday and uh, that was uh, that was awesome. But she and her friend had a booth there, and they were selling different things. So my partner was selling um, some plant clippings along with a story that she wrote. Now <laughs> she knew about this event for about a month or two um, when they began to plan it, and all that time I was telling her, "Hey, you better write these stories. You know, you don't you don't want to be procrastinating." But of course. Mm-hmm. She ended up procrastinating, much like I do, so we're very much similar to that. But she ended up procrastinating and didn't get to write the story until this week. 
and then edit it like pretty much in one day <laughs> yesterday and it's pretty good um it's still it's, it's like she's a great writer but it is a short story and she has a tendency of like not really writing short stories that feel like short stories at least to me um it seems more like an intro, a great introduction to what could be a long story but um i don't know it's it's well written anyways and we edited it but the biggest problem with this one was actually printing the damn thing so she wanted to print it out so it's like a, a little booklet right you can read it like a little book a couple pages about um couple like two two thousand words or so and it would be ended up being like seven no double space and all that like 20 20 pages um really like 18 pages with some extra extra space not counting the okay maybe 16 pages you know you had the cover and all this other stuff so yeah about 16 pages um so i was trying to i thought it would be pretty simple to just print it out you know put it in two columns print it out and then fold it and you're good right but apparently not because you don't really think about <laughs> about it like this but when you when you print sheets of paper out you know try to fold it, it doesn't actually you know follow the uh the order in which you would read it right like each page especially if you point um printed um front and back right the one page, it just, it just didn't work, all right? It's, it's kind of hard to explain <laughs> without it in front of me, but it, it, it didn't work. So I was up all night trying to figure out, like, how the hell do you actually print a booklet and, like, different ways to get the machine to, to recognize, okay, now print this page and then this page and this this page so that when it all comes out, you can just fold it together. So it, it, it was extremely stressful and difficult to figure that out. Turns out, um, an easier solution was to download it as a PDF um, and then use Adobe Reader to to print it out. On the Adobe Reader settings, they have settings where they can they automatically fix it up for a booklet. Right? They figure out what pages to print, when to print them, all this other stuff, um, how to or organize it, and they even fix the seams, like the inseam, which is pretty important because like the margins in the in between the pages have to be a certain width so that the inside margin you know is, is still readable and um when you fold it together and staple it so uh yeah that was that was uh goodness stressful but we figured it out got that um and that was that was a cool event i went to the pride event yesterday um and that was it was so cool to see all these all these folks in their different um outfits because like man that's something i really want to get better with it's like i feel like I want to express myself more through my clothes and stuff like that, but I never grew up like that. <laughs> I've always been just using um, secondhand clothes that we got from just random places, other family or um, uh, things like that. And, you know, I never really was able to express myself much through my clothes. So it was, it was really cool seeing that. And that's something that really inspired me to g try to get more into my self-expression. Um, because I, I ain't gonna lie, like, I really wanted to wear some blouses and, like, a dress or something like that. Like, <laughs> I was, like, playing playing with my uh, mother's clothing uh, clothing growing up. Um, but that was eh, not not exactly, you know, supported with certain other people in my family. So, 
Um, that's something I've been coming to grips with as well. Um, really having the confidence to step into that side of me that I haven't really been able to express much. But uh, it was just really inspiring to see all those folks um, out there and just, you know, living their life. In addition to all of that, um, what else did we do? Um, my uh, partner, her friend, we chilled over their house at an event. Um, just like a little little get together, a little little friend group we're putting together. Um, so we've been just doing more stuff. Like my sister, her partner, um, my partner, her friend, my brother. You know, we just be a little motley crew. <laughs> um, so we've been going to the. Uh, oh yeah, that's what we went to the forest again. The uh, Atlanta forest, or really I should call it the the Wawanawi forest. Um, and uh, it was cool being back there. Got to explore a little bit more, meet some more folks living in the forest. Uh, we got to get them a few little supplies. And um, that was a really cool day as well. And what else? Um, I know there was more. I don't know why I can't remember at the, at the time, at the moment. But, yeah. Between doing that, and I've been trying to get back into my newsletter, so trying to find spare time for that. Um, the biggest time, problem with my spare time is that even though, like, because I have a car now, I can do more things, right? And so I've been trying to do, like, community events. Um, or I'm not sure if I mentioned that before in one of these podcasts, but we went to another community movement builders event where they were teaching us how to do things like street medic stuff. So, like, tie a tourniquet around um, your, your extremities to protect yourself or other people from bleeding out, how to pack a wound, things like that. That was a really, really awesome event. Um, learned a lot from there. And while we were there, there's this one woman who was like harassing people. Like she was trying to call the cops on us. She did call the cops on us for no reason. We were literally just, just learning how to be a street medic. Um, and they have like a little park that they, um, upkeep and she was calling the cops because we were in the park she was like this is a public park right and she was just i don't know videotaping us and calling the cops for for no reason again like we weren't doing anything <laughs> just learning to be and it wasn't even a lot of people it was like a like a handful like a barely a dozen folks or so um not everybody was even in the park even though the park has a capacity of like 30 people um but i don't know she was just being really weird about it uh called the cops again for no reason so they were there for no reason just like okay hey <laughs> but yeah it was really unfortunate to see you know a person like that just being a Karen you know I haven't even seen you know Karens like that in real life um, outside of a very few you know events but that, that moment it was just that's exactly what she was doing <laughs> and it was really uh, unfortunate how much time do I have a few minutes but um, yeah, that was that was unnecessary. Um, and apparently, she's been harassing them for quite a while. The CMB Community Bu- Movement Builders folks, because um, they regularly go out and try to give food to people. Um, they have like a um, like a community, you know, fridge or you know, organic thing, like where they plant stuff in the garden and then they give it out to the community for free. And she actually called the cops one time and had them cut the stuff down in the in the goddamn garden. She had them cut the crops. I'm like, it's, it's, it's weed. It's this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, 
it's just it's just really wild and the cops went with it because turns out they're trying to gentrify this area right they're actually trying to you know demolish a lot of this stuff because it's, it's a more low-income area and they're trying to push these people out and build you know <laughs> expensive stuff and so the cops are right there with them uh, with these uh, gentrified gentrification folks um, so that's why they, they always you know um, are on her side essentially even though there's no laws being broken or anything like that it's it's this is this is what this is what they mean by a cap you know all cops are bad because they support this goddamn stupid ass system for no reason like you would think they would arrest her for trying to use the cops to harass people for no reason or you know bothering the cops <laughs> at the least um, um for calling them for when there's literally no problems there's literally nothing happening and she's just calling them and they're just answering her calls you would think they would not like that, but nope, they're because they're on the side of these gentrifiers. So yeah, just a, just another example of that bullshit. Um, but yeah, outside of that, um, been going to the forest, uh, doing trying to join some more of these community events, um, things like that. Just being around, being out. <laughs> um, but yeah, because of all that, I haven't really been. Ha- sat down at my desk after work to work on my newsletter and my videos so i'm trying to um, figure out a new kind of time time table for me a new schedule to you know see when i should sit down and work on these items versus you know go out and do community events um so that's a little bit of a of a balancing thing i've been trying to figure out there but yeah that's the main stuff there i've been up to um and uh, it's been it's been pretty busy, but uh, been great nonetheless. So moving forward, I do want to be better with my time, and because I, I do want to still produce a lot of content. You know, there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about in my writings, my videos. I want to edit more. I need to get more equipment, better equipment for my um, my videos and stuff like that. Because I really want to get some good audio going, some good video going, and and um you know make some videos that uh are more polished but um yeah i'll end it there gotta get back to work as always thanks for watching thanks for listening rather um let me know your thoughts on anything let me know what you've been up to i'd love to catch up with folks i know a few people that listen to this but um whoever hasn't whoever listened to this and has never talked to me in real life or even in text or video calls or anything like that hit me up i would love to talk get to know you and um yeah have a great day see ya bye bye